everybody, it's me, Brandon, and this is Breaking the Wall Podcast. And today, I want to talk all about the comparison trap, or comparison bias. And if you're not sure what this is, you've probably felt it before, but it's, or you've done this before, you find yourself comparing yourself and what you're doing to what we perceive what other people are doing, right? And this is something that stems from uh, a lot of social media usage. Maybe your, your scrolling has increased during this last year, during the pandemic. I know mine has, for sure, on certain days. Um, I just, and I've watched The Social Dilemma. I get it. I put a timer on my phone. That lasted for about, like, two months. And then, whoop, here we are, back again. Uh, just a little vicious cycle, isn't it? Um, but once in a while, as I am scrolling, I find myself in these grips of comparison. I'm seeing people doing really well in their careers. Some people are performing. Some people are teaching in person. There's all different things that I can see other people doing and that I don't have the ability to do or I'm just not doing. And I feel bad about myself or I start to feel down on myself. And this is something that's super common in the dance world. And it's not just when you're first starting out. It can happen throughout your career. It happens in waves. When you're busy, you're doing your own thing. That's when you're not noticing it. But when we have a lot of downtime, like so many of us do right now, that comparison bias can creep in so quickly, right? So that's why I want to do an episode today as something you can keep coming back to and provide you with solutions to if you are ever feeling the comparison bias, feeling down about yourself, or you just keep finding yourself comparing yourselves to others online or in person, right? So we all know this feeling. It's that going online and we see a friend succeed and we have that immediate moment of, yay, that's great for them, but what am I doing, right? And what's weird is even during this pandemic, I feel like I see people online who are doing more during the pandemic than they were doing before the pandemic even existed. And I'm like, how is this possible? I start saying, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? More specifically, right? And how do we, why do we fall into this? And I think a lot of it, as we just mentioned, is due to social media, right? It's the highlight reel. On social media, we're posting our best things. I know on an earlier episode, I also talked about um, bios, on company websites. You read someone's bio, you're not getting the really difficult downsides. You're getting, they were a part of this. They did really well in this. They won this award, right? And basically, social media is a highlight reel, a amped up bio, right? They're only showing the good stuff for the most part. You know, we're constantly surrounded by stories of success, right? And miss the work slash time that it took for people who are having these success stories to get there, right? They're like, this person triumphed. We don't really know really the hardship. We don't feel the hardship or we don't see the hardship that they went through to get to where they are. All we see is they made it. Why haven't I, right? And there's, I think there's an increased sense of urgency right now, especially as people get vaccinated. I myself have one vaccine running through my body. Um, But as we start to see people become more vaccinated, we start to see things open up. I think there's a sense of urgency for us to be a part of it. And if we're not, we start to get nervous, 
like they're we're missing something or we're not going to be able to have success in the future, right? There's this fear that the world might just open up without us. We've been waiting for a year and now, oh no, we're stuck behind. So this is super common. Please know that. But I want to provide you with some solutions today. So if you are feeling like you're comparing yourself to your friends or other colleagues online specifically, what you can do to kind of uh, combat this and bring yourself out. So my first solution for you today is to focus on you, right? Uh, Basically staying in your lane, not looking to see what other people are doing, but really focusing on what you're doing and what you want to accomplish. Uh, And I think sometimes if we find ourselves comparing ourselves to others, the first thing we need to do is take a step back and do something, a literal action, to make us feel like we're back in our control. And this is something that comes from an idea my sister, Jill Coleman, who's a fitness and business online entrepreneur. um, She always says, the quickest way to get back in your power is to take action. So for me, if I'm feeling down about myself or I feel like I'm not doing enough, I'll take a class, a class that I enjoy, not one that it's going to make me feel worse about myself. Uh, A lot of times I'll go take Al Blackstone's class. I think he has an awesome class that makes you work hard, keeps you focused, but you're also enjoying yourself and realizing that you do enjoy dancing, right? Uh, So I'll take a class, I'll make a phrase. Um, If I don't feel like dancing, I'll take a walk or I'll work out. Something physical is usually really great for me. But if it's not physical, if it's not something like that, find whatever makes you feel like you're in control of your decisions, of your life, that makes you feel like you're moving forward, right? Take out the equation of other people and just focus on you, yeah? Along with that, my next idea is to stop following accounts that don't serve you, yeah? So if you're on Instagram, you're on social media that... uh, And you have a bunch of friends you follow, maybe you all followed each other at the same time... Um, But now it's been a couple years of you following someone and you're realizing that every time this person pops up, they're giving you like a negative impulse or a negative feeling um, or you find yourself comparing yourself to them constantly. My advice is to either unfollow this person or mute them. Right. And I think it's this is hard to do because as our generation likes does, we somehow equate follows to real relationships and real loving friendships, right? But we need to realize that IG isn't real, right? It's a fragment of the truth, right? As we talked about earlier, it's the highlight reel, but it's not real life and it doesn't really create true bonds. It's only those in-person conversations or those Zoom conversations we have or reaching out and talking to people, when we're just liking and seeing what people are up to, we're constantly in this comparison mindset. And this is hard because some of these people are our actual friends, right? I'm like, I love this person in real life, but on social media, they drive me crazy. Or on social media, I find myself comparing myself to them constantly. So what I need to do is unfollow. And you don't have to be weird, You don't have to like block them, right? And like not talk to them ever again. You might, it might be an opportunity to have a dialogue with them. Like reach out and be like, hey, I love you and I love what you're doing. I think it's incredible. But for me, I'm just going to let you know that I'm unfollowing you. It's not personal. It's literally for me to stay more focused. 
on what I'm doing. I think what you're doing is great. And now I need to do some great work too. And I think being up front like that is going to make the friendship stronger, right? And at least get the truth out there for a little bit. Um, and remember, the more you're focusing on someone else, the less energy you have to focus on you. And that's the point, right? If you're unfollowing someone, hopefully that if you share that idea with them or you let them know, if you don't want to let them know, maybe just mute them and they'll never idea. They'll never have an idea. But um, the more time you focus on that person and what they're doing, the less time you have to focus on you. And that's what's really going to matter, right? So stop following the accounts that you consistently find yourself comparing yourself to. The next idea is to acknowledge the sacrifices that that person has made to do what they're doing, right? I guess right now, um, a big example is where people are living. A lot of people moved home. If they were in New York, they moved somewhere else or they're in a smaller town, Um, I mean, I went to school in Tucson and I remember being like, I'm starting behind because I didn't go to school in Chicago or I didn't go to school in New York. So those connections are a little more lost for me. But during this time, I'm asking myself, am I willing to do what those people are doing? Am I willing to go to that school? Or I guess a more relevant example would be um, where people are living right now in terms of New York. Uh, Are you willing to be in New York during a global pandemic and vice versa, right? Am I willing to move back home in order to teach in person, right? A lot of people in Texas are teaching in person. Meanwhile, in New York, I'm still teaching uh, in my apartment on Zoom, right? I'm super jealous of that. And I'm like, I want to do that. But when I think about what they have to give up to do that or what I have to give up to do this, live where I am and be closer to performance opportunities, What's the trade-off? What am I willing to give up in order to do that, right? Are you willing to do what's necessary to live that life, right? And taking it out of that context, maybe it's you want a better, uh, a more ripped body. Are you willing to go to the gym as much as those people do and eat just rice and uh, bland chicken like they are? Maybe they're not sharing that, but if they are going to the gym constantly, are you willing to do that? Or are you willing to sacrifice time with family in order to live far away and do um, do whatever it takes to do what you want to do with your career or put your health at risk? A lot of people who are performing right now are doing that. Sure, they're getting COVID tested, but they're still putting themselves at risk in order to perform. Are you willing to do that also? And if you are, great, make those changes. But you have to be willing to make those changes or the comparison just doesn't make sense right? So this next idea really brings me back to the first grade when maybe I was like being bullied and my mom would come up to me and be like, everyone's different, sweetie. Um, But that's the next point, realizing that everyone's different. Everyone has a different skill set. Other people have different strengths, right? And dance is subjective. So we're all going to have different strengths and weaknesses in the eyes of other people. And honestly, it's a waste of energy to linger on what you're not or what you're never going to be the best at, right? There's always going to be someone better at something, some aspect of dance, right? So my advice is to focus on what you bring to the table. So going back to that first idea of focusing on you, what do you bring to the table that's awesome? Focus on your process, 
your priorities, your goals, and move forward with those. It's actually hilarious because a lot of the times when I find myself in this comparison bias, uh, this comparison trap world, a lot of the times I find myself being jealous or um, comparing myself to people who are on completely different paths than me and do work I actually don't want to be doing. And it's not until I take a step back and acknowledge that, that I realize that when I'm comparing, I'm the narrative I have going in my head is, oh, well, they're working and I'm not, right? But is the work even worth it? Do I want to do what they're doing? Do I want to be living in Germany doing um, this experimental kind of dance? Maybe, maybe some companies I do. But usually, most of the time when I'm like, oh, look at them, look what they're doing. I'm like, ah, I actually don't want to be doing that, right? They're really good at that. But I'm good at other things, and I think my talents will be better served somewhere else. Yeah. And the final thing, if nothing else works, if you're trying all of this, you're, you're, you know to stop following people, you're trying to focus on yourself, you just can't dig yourself out of this darker comparison place, reach out to people. Reach out, call, or connect with friends and people that are in our field. Friends that are also dancing, right? I call my friend Alex Yankovic every two weeks or so. And whenever we talk, uh, sometimes I'm like, do you feel this? Like, do you ever feel like this isn't working? Or I see these people doing things. Do you think this is crazy also? Like, how are they doing this and I'm not? And thankfully, she's also on the team of yes, Totally. And now once we acknowledge that, then we can dive back into, okay, so we're not crazy. This is a thing. Now we can go back to focusing on what we need to be doing and realize that whatever other people are doing is going to be great for them. But we need to stay in our lane. We need to focus on what we're doing in order to live lives that we really enjoy, right? And are truly ours. So to just wrap up, know that falling into the comparison bias can be this ongoing thing, right? It's not going to be all the time. It's kind of like seasons. Maybe you felt this during the pandemic of some weeks you're doing really well, and then winter comes and it's gloomy, and then you're not doing so well, right? And then you get better. Then you find something to get excited about, right? But, you know, the best thing to do is to, once again, just stay in your lane and keep working, right? Keep working towards your goals, your passions, whatever you specifically want to be doing. And then just keep investing in the work. And eventually the success will just start to creep in. Yeah, you won't even notice it until you take a pause, look back and be like, wow, I did accomplish a lot. And it's all because I stayed in my lane, I did my thing, and I wasn't worried about what uh, Susan over in LA is doing while I'm over here in New York, or where, whatever your comparison is. Yeah. But that is all I have for you all today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for the reviews that you've been writing. They have been immensely helpful to get a, people excited about this podcast. If you would like to leave a review, a five-star review is always appreciated with a little blurb about what you enjoy about this podcast. You can follow us on Breaking the Wall podcast on Instagram or at my personal Instagram at It's Brandon Coleman. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.